All right, welcome back to the latest episode of the Jameezy 3000 podcast. Yo, it has legit been a super fat minute since I recorded an episode, but we're here today. I'm trying to be here for the active listeners. You guys know who you are. I appreciate you. Every time I do put out an episode uh, and every time when I don't, you guys remind me of it. So that's cool as well. But today is an especially special episode. Something been in the works for quite a while. Been trying to make it happen. We're finally here making it happen. <laughs> Shout out to our guest today, Miss Jana, a.k.a. motherfucking Jana herself in the building. Yeah. Jana, how are <laughs> you? Up? I am great. How are you? I'm good. Yo, it's, I don't know how long we've been trying to plan this and make it happen. I'm almost heartbroken because Nick should be here because it was like Nick's dream to make this happen and he was going to be on with us and I know he's like in my A right now, but yeah. Yo, you know, it was, it was his dream. So <laughs> the, the good thing about these podcast episodes, we can always do more and you can return and we can get him on and we can all do the damn thing. Oh, so we can have a threesome? That's we can have a threesome. <laughs> you know, I'm a fun girl. I'm into it. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm actually like, I'm happy we're doing it because I feel like I need to pop your cherry because I know you're really nervous about me and I don't really understand why. Yo. So... <laughs> So here's the thing. I don't know why either. <laughs> I'm just a human being. Like, yeah, I know. And that, yeah, I remind myself of that. Like, yo, we breathe the same air. It's, it's the same stuff. But I don't know why. So for whatever reason, I don't know if I've told you this or not. I think I might have told Nick when I was like trying because I will sit down and try to like write out episodes for whoever I want to have on here. And mm -hmm usually I can like breeze through them or like get through it but for whatever reason I had a hard time writing out an episode for you I don't know why but that, huh. you know that's interesting because you would think it'd be on the easier side because I have such a vast collection prowess and I'm such like an open book you know but true 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 so we're gonna so I'm glad you brought that up because obviously I like my nerdy podcast. I like nerdy topics. We're going to get into some nerdy topics for sure. But for anyone who might be have been living under a rock that might not know Shanna, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell the people what you're about and things like that. Okay. Well, like you said, we're going to get nerdy. I like to be nerdy and a little dirty, you know. Um, I'm MF Jana, Like, so it's like at M period F underscore Jana on Instagram. And, uh, Wow, where do I begin? So I started collecting Funko Pops in 2016, and I started my Instagram, and um, somehow got really popular within the community. Uh, honestly, back then it was there was no algorithm back then, and I think we had like kind of a, an advantage back then because we kind of all stuck together. And then when Pops hit, my account just kind of blew up, and that was cool. Kind of sucks now because to get you know interactions a bitch but we're not gonna go there um yeah so it went from like Funko Pop collecting to kind of like just embracing my complete like nerdy self and being more comfortable with being a nerdy girl versus just you know like a, a woman that was 
you know, I kind of always hid the fact that I was like a huge Star Wars fan or that, you know, people would always call me Harley Quinn. And I didn't even really know anything about Harley Quinn at that point, except that I thought she was the Joker's girlfriend. And so that's kind of funny and interesting. Um, So I don't know, like I, it went like from pops to all of a sudden, like comic books and cards and I always collected die cast my dad's a big die cast guy so then hot wheels and minis and I I don't know art like I collect everything it's insanity at its finest and then I think I'm also really well known because I don't do your run-of-the-mill status like Funko Pop like girl collector page like I don't want to post Disney shit and smile and have ears and you know all that that's that's cute for who likes it but for me I'm more of like the adult um adult subject matter and I kind of like the the like uh bloody stuff and I'm not like a goth girl I'm not an emo girl I'm not a Halloween chick I'm just kind of I'm not I'm unique I guess but yeah, you have to check out my page. It's hard to explain. I'm like all over the place. <laughs> and that's, that's what we're here for. We love it. So um, <laughs> you're hitting a bunch of nice points that specifically I want to get into. So, yo, maybe this wasn't as hard as I thought as writing down this episode. So because a lot of dots are about to connect a little bit later. But before we get further into it, two things uh, that I like to get into before we get into the actual topics. Uh, first off, little positive message I want to put out for anyone else listening. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you guys being here. If you are checking out the episode, if you don't make it to the end, follow our socials. Miss Jana already put hers out there. Mine's is the same as always, Jamie's 3000 on any and every platform you can think of. Uh, aside from that positive message, yo, spread love, not hate. It costs you nothing to be nice. You never know what someone else is going through. So keep that in mind. Carry it on to the next person and hopefully... Uh, you make someone's day, you know, a compliment can go a long way sometimes. Uh, and if, you know, and if you got to be nasty or ugly, like give it to someone that like deserves it. That deserves you know what I'm saying? Time. Yeah. Don't just don't. Yeah. Don't be this putting out there for the whole world. Just you know, know. make sure. <laughs> I like that. I didn't, I never thought about the flip side of that. I like that. Okay. You so, know? If, it, yeah. If you are going to be, give it to someone that fucking deserves it. You know, I'm, I'm not a positive energy kind of girl. <laughs> no. I'm a, I'm a bad vibes only kind of chick. <laughs> okay. This is going to make for an interesting episode then. Yo, first, first, official, first official segment. This segment is usually the icebreaker, but I feel like we've kind of already done that, but we're still going to do it. Yo, it's what's new with you. So what's new with Jana? What's going on in your life recently? Hmm. <clears throat> you know, I feel like as collectors, the shittiest time of the year for us is Christmas because that's mm-hmm. when we have to be adults and take care of our children. And we have to kind of like, uh, you know, cons kind of come to an end at the at the ending of the year. And so there's not very much um, to do by way of like nerd fandom collecting. Um, new for me uh, in the collecting world. I mean, nothing's really new for me in the collecting world. Everything, you know, I'm a dinosaur in the collecting world. Um just the same old same you know um just kind of doing my instagram thing and you know i've been looking for meta zoo cards because you know i want to do that with you you know and like have like that nerdy moment i can't fucking find them i was finding them no problem and now i can't find them um i do want to jump on the creatives uh cards the series two did come out 
I've held off on getting boxes because, of course, it's the holiday season. I have like a rule in in my life that if it's like my kid's birthday or Christmas or like a holiday where it requires me to get gifts, I put myself on a zero gift thing. Mm -hmm. And so until Christmas passes, I won't buy anything. I'm really sometimes I'm less strict on myself. And then like sometimes if people will send me things or like um like if my partner, you know, gets me stuff, that's different. But like for myself, what I'm willing to do, um, I feel like it's healthy to not buy everything. It makes you kind of stay appreciative as a collector, especially when you get a lot of stuff uh, because you burn out. You know what I mean? And then at the holidays, you're trying to, you know, make it special for your children or your child. And like, you know, it can get a little crazy. So holidays are always kind of like slow motion for me. Um more new for me I'm trying more so to put myself out on Instagram I think like more of myself like more goofy and like reels and stuff like that um but other than that not not much is different you know I have a pretty well-oiled machine as far as myself like social media and like collecting goes so I kind of keep it you know keep it going (laughs) nice nice so I know yeah, yeah yeah that's I have noticed you've been doing more like yeah like it seems like you're doing a perfect you know pretty good job at it um i do want to get into some collectible talk with you obviously that's uh, that's going to be like the first thing i want to get into before we do Mm -hmm. your shout out icu that's the collector group your fellow icu member shout out to any members that might fuck around and listen to the episode definitely definitely those are our family you know what i'm saying I love our group. Our group is just, you know, we're not all uh, flashy and about, you know, trying to grow and be something big. We're just content and family. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I love, I love my ICU family. Facts. Big facts. Yo, okay. First collectible question, very generic, but very much needed. I know you said you started collecting in 2016. What actually like got you into collecting? Like what actually started the movement of you collecting? So um, I was married in 2016 and um, my husband uh, had always had a collection of comic books. He was a huge Marvel fan, which I had just done his man cave as a gift for him. I had put up like all um, uh, first appearance covers and huge posters and like matted frames and everything. And I was just trying to get his man cave, like some cute little, you know, statues or, you know, not necessarily even a collectible, but just things that were like kind of comic book related. And I had gone to Barnes and Noble and uh, I bought my brother, Dr. Doom. And I had um, saw they had like um, Black, uh, Dark Phoenix, Silver Surfer, Wolverine, like they had all the you know, the classics, they had the Simpsons. And I thought, you know, I should buy a whole bunch of these and just like put them all over the room for him. Cause like, they're really cute, you know, and they're bobbleheads. And I said, well, I'll wait. And so I got my brother, the Dr. Doom. And that was in September for his birthday. And I asked Mel, which is he's poorhouse collector on Instagram. I asked poorhouse collector. I said, Hey, do you like this Dr. Doom? Is that something you'd want? Like, I got this for my brother because he loves Dr. Doom, but, you know, they look good in your man cave. And he was like, ah, you know, 
it's kind of weird. They're bobbleheads. And I'm like, I don't think they're all bobbleheads. And so then for that Christmas, I ended up getting him the six inch Thanos. He loves Thanos. And uh, <laughs> talk about him getting the shit into the deal, right? <laughs> getting the Dr. Doomer. <laughs> anyway, I'm such a meanie. Anyway, uh, yeah, I had no idea about value at that point or anything. Right. And so, yeah, so I got him that. And so um, come like uh, end of January, beginning of February. And uh, like I said, 2016, um, he asked me, he was like, he called me actually at my job and he was like, Hey, you know, these things that you got me. And I was like, yeah, cause I had got him a Thanos and something else. I just can't remember what it was maybe mm-hmm. the predator. I think it was a clear predator from hot topic or something like that. And uh, I said, yeah, you know, and he goes, he goes, they're worth money. He was like, some of them are rare and they have like little stickers that say chase. And those are like harder to find. That's when it was like a one in 36 chase when they were actually worth chasing. Right. And, and he was like, you know, like, I think I'm going to start collecting these. And he was like, I went on Instagram and like people have whole Instagrams dedicated to them. And he was like, I think I'm going to make an Instagram account and like see if I can get popular on there off of these. And I was like, okay. I was like, live that dream, you know, whatever you want to do. I was like, you know, honestly, I was like, oh God, this is so corny. And then like, I don't know. It went from that phone call to like I would just enjoy going out and like getting him a bag of pops like he would work and I would just go out I was excited because I could find chases I could find like pieces that were already worth money and stuff uh the collecting world was very different then there wasn't as many collectors and especially out here because I live in Arkansas and uh yo we went from having like a handful to our whole room was just covered in them. And it literally was just overnight. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but it really went from like 40 pops to like 2000, like overnight. Like it just was so quick. But I mean, I was literally buying like bags of pops like every day. So we're talking like, like five to 10 pops like a day. Like I was just on it. And I would call the stores and like have them hold chases for me because back then there wasn't people out there like camping and stuff like that. And so, yeah, that's kind of like what got me into it. It was the hunting. I, I love the hunt. Uh, that's part of why I don't collect as many pops now as I did then because like it's super easy to get one in six chases. You right. know what I mean? If you want Target exclusive, you just go to Target in the morning. You're going to get it. You know, like back then it wasn't, that wasn't the case. And not every store got everything. And it, there wasn't such like an influx of product back then. And so it was way more fun by like hunting for toys. I'm definitely more of a um, go to stores. If you look at my Instagram or, you know, my Instagram, you know, I'm constantly like hitting the stores, hitting the shops, like, I love when I come across something and it's special, you know? So that's, that's more so like what got me into it than anything. And then of course, I think anybody loves uh, popularity and being on Instagram, you know, especially when I didn't care anything about social media before I started collecting, like it was addictive to be around people that were like-minded because I had never been around people men or women mm-hmm. that were like me you know what I mean like it's like I said I didn't tell people I love Star Wars like that wasn't something that 
I brought up with my girlfriends, you know, like, they didn't give a shit about that. But, like, then I got to meet girls that were, like, Star Wars heavy, Star Wars tattoos, you know, and I was like, oh, well, shit, I can do this. Like, it made me comfortable more so in my own skin, which was kind of, like, the biggest gift, like, collecting could give me. And it made me, like, addicted to it, for sure, for sure. Nice. So, sounds like it was a, a mixture of, like you said, like, yo, y'all found out, like, yo, there's little bit of community here there's potentially value in these things and also like you said it's it's other people you were able to kind of like open up and nerd out with uh I guess would you say like for the first time about the yeah nerdy thing 100 percent 100 percent and it was also very like heavy New York and California I live in Arkansas but I'm from LA and uh my husband is from New York and all my people live in LA or or New York so it was very familiar. Like it felt like home. You know what I mean? It felt very like, this is where I'm supposed to be at. And when obviously looking back at it, this obviously is where I was supposed to be at, you know? Oh yeah. So what, and I know you mentioned like back then doing hunting and, or just collecting as a whole within itself. What are, I guess, like some of the biggest differences you see from then to like trying to get something now? Aside from like it being like like you said a little bit easier going there, but like just the community as a whole. Well, you know, I think like true Funko um, fanatics, and I do consider myself a Funko fanatic. Like, I feel like we'll always collect pops, or right. we'll always collect Funko products. You know what I mean? Um, and it may not be like so many in one in one big WAP or whatever but you know we'll always you know hey that's that's my fandom or hey that's an amazing pop or that sculpt is crazy or oh that mini is adorable or whatever um so I I don't think that we've lost anything in that I think you know we've weeded out a lot of people that weren't like gonna be fanatics and you know who your fanatics are because you have fun days and you have you know meetups and you have like all these groups and things like that and you know your circles intertwine with these circles it's 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 a big community but it's a very close-knit community you know and so everybody kind of knows everybody to an extent you know and uh compared from like that that's what you get from like your 2016 collectors right Mm -hmm. and of course some people acclimate into that you know they become people that go to con and people that join your groups and all that so that's like what you got then and it's grown into like family and you know Funko means family like I think that's you know what all that is and then like now I feel like collectors now um of course I don't want to be that person that's all like I don't like the collecting community because people collect for value I think that anything worth collecting is gonna have people that overhype it and collect for value Right. And I oh I always because because uh, my husband you know he collected sneakers so that's something that I was really used to before pops ever came along, and I used to collect like I said diecast the diecast community is freaking nuts, and so they you know Funko pales in comparison to the to the diecast world, but um you know like I don't know like I it is way overly hyped and way overly saturated right now but i i do think that 
one, Funko being a huge company, they have to make their money. They have to be, you know, kid-friendly because it's toys in a sense or whatever. Um, so, like, I don't hate on Funko for that. Like, when people are like, oh, I wish Funko wouldn't have 15 million Black Panther toys in the Target right now. It's like, but that movie just came out and they've got to have them there for, like, 10-year-olds. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're not putting that out for me. Like, when they put out the Pulp Fiction Pops, those are for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, like, that right there, like, I, it doesn't phase me. Like, I don't feel like that's something that's directed at me as a collector. Uh, that's, you know, that's toy product for a toy company, you know? Um, so, uh, to me, like, that would probably be the biggest difference is that you have, like, a lot more of that. And, like, people that have that kind of attitude, they don't understand um, that companies have to make money. You know, Funko is not just out here trying to make five of every pop so you can have one of five pop you know that's why you have to commit to it and you have to you know get into the you know um lotteries for you know con and get into the lotteries for the events online and fun days and you know all that stuff because that's when you're going to get those rare you know harder to get you know figures if you're really into it and then if you're not it's going to show because you're going to get all frustrated and you're going to be like no this isn't for me and then you can just step out of the community like we're good. You know what I mean? Like we don't really need that. And there's so many other things to collect. Like you don't have to be a pop collector, you know? Um, but that, that's me. I don't, I, I just don't let other people dictate, you know, uh, my joy in collecting right. Funko. You know right. what I mean? I've seen it. I've seen it literally like kill people's like joy. And I just refuse to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say that there's not, you know, like the same, like, I feel like there's a lot of amazing newer collectors, uh, younger people, people my age, you know, whatever. I don't think that that's gone. I just think you got to work a little harder to find it. Cause it's just, there's a lot of fluff, you know, there's a lot of like extra people. And also I think a lot of us have branched out into collecting other things. And so you also are, you know, not necessarily just meeting on that that pop level. You're meeting about designer toys or art, you know, or uh, cards or, you know, die cast or whatever, you know, tickles your fancy. Right. And I'm actually glad you're like bringing up, obviously, the different collecting communities. And just like you said right now, which I didn't even really make the connection until you said it out loud, but how you said like the Funko community kind of pales in comparison to the, like the diecast community. Tell me a little bit about that. Cause I feel like it does, but like in the sense, like, so I'm not super into diecast. I collect some hot wheels. I buy them here and there. Or like, if you guys mm-hmm. have lives or like on other whatnot auctions, whatever it is, like if I see something I li- like, I know what I like and I'll get it. But when I, I feel like I can resonate with what you're saying, because anytime I go to like, a fucking target or walmart and i like want to go look at the hot wheel section like it's always cleared out so like hell yeah man so like that's what, do you also have like <clears throat> a cheat code i can have like, <laughs> out in the store i'm gonna tell you so diecast all right the thing with diecast is that those people have been collecting since they were kids and you've got like 60 70 year old men that are collecting diecast. You know what I'm saying? You've got yeah. women that collect diecast, children collect diecast, and their ratios for like treasure hunts and super treasure hunts are way rarer 
than like one in six, one in 36. I mean, you're talking like you might get a super treasure hunt in a one in 72 case of Hot Wheels. You know what I'm saying? And that's not guaranteed, you know? And so like, uh, it's just like the odds are just against you to begin with. And then you have like moms that come along and their kid likes little cars and they buy 50 little cars because they're 75 cents. You know what I mean? So then, like you said, uh, the pandemic did quite a number on like the diecast world, especially here. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's probably way worse, like in California. Um, but like to even just see diecast back on like the pegs just warms my heart. Like I can't tell you like how heartbreaking it is like to walk up to like a pop section or walk up to like the diecast section and then there's no product there. It's just like, oh man, it sucks. Um so like they're just kind of now Hot Wheels is just now kind of getting back into their groove with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say cheat codes. Like if you're somebody that's like interested in diecast and you want to learn about it, they're really close. Like they're like really closed lipped about it. Like they don't like telling you how to find stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't. It, it, yeah, uh, and not for nothing. Um, most store people will tell you uh, diecast collectors are the worst collectors um mm -hmm. uh because like i said it's it's a lot of older gentlemen you know (laughs) and yeah and you know and it's tough you know it's it's really like it's a competitive uh but like i said my dad kind of got me into what he did get me into diecast my dad actually collects the larger scale uh Mm -hmm. cars and i'm talking about we have like an attic and he's probably got thousands of them so like the collector yeah the collector gene is like in my blood right and so we've always like american muscle cars and um things like that it was just kind of we were always in the know and so i kind of introduced that to my partner at Mm -hmm. the time and he kind of fell in love with it because the hunt is so um challenging you know it's it's fun fun. you know and you Mm -hmm. mm mm-hmm And, like, if you've got time and, like, you want to just look at, like, fun, cute things, it's, like, mindless, you know, uh, exercise in a sense, you know. And, like, you can really get into it. My suggestion is, like, you want to follow Hot Wheels collectors that are established and have Mm -hmm. a really big following. They don't mind giving up secrets and showing what's coming out in the near future. I know there's a a Lamley, Lamley, like, L-A-M-L-E-Y. He mm-hmm. uh he does like uh pre-release like unboxings like he's a uh, like uh, Hot Wheels like sends it to him or whatever and he also does mm-hmm, he also does like Matchbox and he does the more expensive um diecast oh, I can't think of the names Ugh, I feel like such a terrible diecast collector right now but he does all of that and like he shows off those products and like he has early links for certain things and stuff like that he'll explain to you like the Redline Club and all of that and so like people like that are going to be your go-to um and then once you kind of get in the in the groove of that like you'll know what to look for you'll know which cases to look for because all the cases are uh, like uh, alphabetical so you'll know if like you want the silver bmw that might be a treasure hunt or a super treasure hunt if it's going to be the k case well you'll see all the other cars that are out on the pegs and you'll know like hey this was the k case because Mm -hmm. you've watched the video and you made mental note of it so and then as far as like 
my suggestion to anybody for pops or you know die cast or um yeah pops and die cast mainly target you know you want to get there in the morning mm -hmm. uh they put product out in the morning and you know that's the way to get your shit if you didn't know and then um walmart is at nighttime you know they put the they put their pallets out in the center of the aisles at night See, and I uh you know that yeah so you want to get to walmart at about like maybe like 10 and you'll see they'll probably be bringing stuff out then because they're closed at 11 now or whatever. And if you're lucky like me, I'm I'm in Walmart country. So I have like, I literally have like 50 Walmarts in a 50 mile radius. Like there's just, there's a Walmart in every corner here. Um, but Arkansas is the originator of Walmart. So that's kind of the reasoning. But like, yeah, that that's, you know, if you really want to get into that, that's where I would begin, you know, and then there's just levels like you can order cases and have like entertainment earth will just they'll send you a whole case. So then you're guaranteed to get most of what you want. But even still getting those supers, you might not. <laughs> um, uh, diecast? Entertainment Earth has diecast? They sure do. Yeah. I, a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know because yeah. I only came in like collecting pops, obviously. And that's that's what I knew Entertainment Earth for. And then, like, they would have sodas for me, too, and stuff. Like, I didn't know they also fucking carried Oh, yeah. You can you can buy a whole Hot Wheels case. And there's also, like, um, on Amazon, I, like, I'm really terrible with names, like, of companies. And, and I hate that because most company owners are my friends. But um, there's a few companies on, like, uh, Amazon and also on, like, eBay or you can go and you can order by the case. So like you see a case that just got like all these cars you want for sure. Or like this treasure hunt you need to get. Instead of you going out, wasting your gas and trying to hunt it down. You just buy a case. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Kind and then mm -hmm, and you just you basically get what you want. Like I said, it doesn't guarantee you that super. But you definitely get everything else in it. You know. Gotcha. All right. Well, damn. All right, that's a bunch of yo. Anyone else listening? If you're in that diecast, yo, we've got a bunch of fucking gems right now, so you're welcome. Um, I wanna something I definitely did want to ask because you mentioned it too, and I know for a fact you do collect a vast amount of things from mm -hmm. different types of collectibles. You get into a little bit of cards. You you collect some art. What is what's your you know favorite brand of something, or just like what's your favorite thing to collect? Um. Ooh, um, ooh, like if you get uh, like one more one more line of something what would it like if you had to stop everything else you're just gonna collect one more thing what would it be it, i i it pains me to say this i i'll never stop collecting pops okay. i'll collect pops until until i'm old you know all right oh I, I am old already but i'll collect pops until you know until i can't anymore but i don't want to just answer it like that because like that's so like typical um I would say many things, anything many, like I appreciate many figures when they're done right. I don't care if it's pop or Funko or uh, designer toys or, you know, even just like little cheapy, like mystery, you know, envelopes that you can look at, like at Target or whatever. Yeah. Minis, they just really appeal to me. Uh, I don't, I'm not someone who has like a ton of space. And so... 
I just love like all mini everything. And so I find myself buying many. Uh, not so much like everything mini brand, but the mini brand Disney's. I definitely mm-hmm. needed like, yeah, like so series one, I have all the pieces. Um, I think I have every single one. I think I might be missing just a couple, but they weren't things I wanted. So I wasn't too worried about it. Um, and then now series two just came out. So now I've been kind of looking for those and then I've yet to find them, but you know, I'll get them when I'm ready. So like I said, I don't really buy a whole bunch during the holidays, so I'm not on a big hunt right now for anything in particular, but yeah, I mean, this, the thing, like once you've collected for so long and you already have so much, you realize that the smaller things, even if they're a little more expensive, they fit you know, you can appreciate them. You take them out of box. Like you can actually like hold it. Like you can put them at your nightstand. You can put them in your room. You can display them. You can put them away. Like they don't take up a bunch of space. And like, yo, like for me, I just love them. You know, I just, I and I have more self-control when it comes to them, which sounds crazy, but I just genuinely do, especially with the designer toys because they're so expensive and if you buy a designer toy and you don't display it, then why the fuck did you buy it? Right. You know what I mean? Because you're not buying just a, yeah, you're not buying just a toy. You're buying a piece of art. So if you don't have a space to, you know, give it that, like, you know, that pedestal or whatever, like, buy one of their minis and, like, put it, like, in your shelf or something, you know? Like, don't do your artist friends like that. That's That's just how I feel. But, yeah, so I'm definitely more of a minis. I would definitely say... If I had to stop collecting every and collect one more thing, it would either be I'd I'd pick die cast and then just be really sad on like the dry times, or it'd be minis and then I would just be like that mini queen. But I don't want to be that either. <laughs> but you know, I could see me becoming that really easily. I try not to be that, but it's hard. Yeah, that's also a pretty fire uh, title, the mini queen. The mini queen, yo, there's some out there already. Like, I follow some some accounts where, like, these folks, and it's not just even women, but, yo, they, their mini collections are insane. Like, they have just as many pops as I do, and then they just, like, go hard on minis. And, oh, man, I don't have room for that. Like, I, you got to know your limits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minis, I, I fucking, I love minis, too. I don't... Like mm-hmm. I don't have a lot, but I have some. But anytime if I do come across something that's like small enough and cute enough, if it's something I like, I'm like, yo, just let me get that mini real quick. And it makes your shelf look so good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I don't even I don't have like a ton of shelves, but yo, my minis look so fucking dope. Like you don't need a lot and you don't need any one specific thing. You can collect all your fandoms and like they look good together. It's yeah, minis are addictive. You gotta be careful. They are. Um, yo, here's another a pop-related question. For whatever reason, I thought it was a good question at the time. I fucking wrote it down. I'm going to ask it. Uh, if you had your own pop, what kind would it be? Or, like, what would the chase variant be? Like, if Funko called you up said, hey, we need this motherfucking Janna pop, and that's what it's going to say on the box, what kind would it be? Like, a glitter, a fucking glow, flock? Like, what, what would you have them do? Well, as as most people that know me, you know, they know I always say that I'm a glow in the dark chase because I'm so pale. I literally do glow in the dark. Um, so I think I'd be a glow in the dark chase, you know. Um, 
you know, I've got like white hair. So, you know, I think my hair should glow. Maybe my skin would like glow. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be a glow in the dark chase. I think glow in the dark chases are like some of the dopest pops. I'd like to say I'd be metallic, but I feel like that would be like aging myself. Oh, I don't know if I want to, you know, and I want to be metallic like 2013 metallic. I don't want to be 2023 metallic, you know? It's so. Different. Yeah, it hits different. It's a little bit better detail. Uh, yeah, definitely a glow in the dark chase. You got to be a hoe for the glow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, and my and my my pop would have to come with like, I'd have to have like some kind of Harley Quinn esque type like toy in my hand, and then I'd have to have like a Starbucks drink in the other hand. Nice. Would you do uh, like a mallet or like a baseball bat, maybe? Uh no 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 I don't want any weapons because you know oh, I, uh, like like you want her to have like a little Harley like yeah she could just be holding or maybe like even like a little pudding or okay maybe even a Darth Vader like little stuffed animal or something I don't know I I don't want any weapons like you know I'm too old for all that like I'm trying to <laughs> put that gangster shit out there like that but you know what I'm saying like yeah but I definitely have to have some coffee in my hands um because that's just my life you know or maybe a cell phone and a coffee but i feel like that's real basic but you know i am kind of there but you know i digress <laughs> cool enough yo something still very much in the collectible realm but a question that's been burning in my mind ever since i found it out about you because for me Sneakers is a big thing for me. Sneakers is one of my first loves. And it's one of the first things like that I got into considering myself like, hey, I'm collecting this shit now type of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, something I've been meaning to ask you. Tell the people, everyone right now listening, why is the Jordan 3 your favorite? <laughs> it's the most comfortable one. It's not mm -hmm. even about the way it looks. It's, it's just, the the just the comfort. When I tell you guys, y'all see. And, you know, and I rock mine. Like, I don't dead stock any of my sneakers or nothing like that. And and that's kind of a fucking lie because I'm about to contradict myself. But I'm going to tell you. Okay. So I rock my sneakers, right? Especially mm -hmm. my threes. I got mad threes. But this is the thing, man. This is what kills me. So I'll buy retro J's. And mm -hmm. I love them. And I'm a five and a half, right? So I get the get the grade, you know, the, the youth size or whatever. Five and a half is fucking great. You know, it's cheaper and everything. But the killer is I'll buy a five and a half and I'll get a different a different um make or whatever and I'm like yo like they fit huge and so I've got like elevens and twelve I got like I've got you know I God bless poorhouse collector Jamel he loves seeing me this this his fault like I was definitely the uh, Shelto Adidas Vans uh skater shoe kind of girl i'm from la you know what i mean like that's just what i wore and when we started and and i always wore like tims and stuff um and when we started uh dating he was like your foot's so little you should have jordans and i was like well i'll go buy a pair you know and he was like no he was like we're gonna get you like retro like we're gonna get you the collectibles like dope shit and i'm like Oh, um, and I was just ignorant to it. I didn't realize that it was like anything at that point. And um, so then he just started buying them for me, you know, and he'd be like, this would be cute on your foot. This, And every single pair of fucking J's I have fits my foot different, except for threes. 
I can buy threes and I am just happy as a clam. They fit amazingly. But y'all know you cannot buy a pair of fucking J's. Them shits are uncomfortable as fuck. It's like wearing heels. As a woman that I, before I started wearing all these, like I used to have a huge heel collection. And like, yo, it's it, seriously, like you can go out, you've got like three or four good hours in like your everything starts hurt it's like oh my god these are supposed to be basketball shoes like who's playing basketball in these because they're terrible they're they're horrible and i'm telling you i got the i got the black grapes uh whenever they had came out i was like maybe oh man what year was that jeez probably like 2013 maybe so and that shit just changed my life those black grapes those are my favorite uh, retro J's for sure for sure I can't wait till they come out again I'll probably buy like three pairs honestly they're just that amazing I love all black everything I like purple they're just they're gorgeous and probably the most comfortable um in my opinion and I have you know I have little tiny boy feet so yeah that's just me but that's why everybody just thinks I love it because of how it looks Honestly, I love, I love like the way uh, the 11s look. Like I love like the way the breads look. Like I love, I love them. Like they're all gorgeous. Like I love the way they look on foot. Like they just look clean on foot. They look cute on foot. But like, yo, they hurt. They hurt. And I'm all about comfort. Like if I'm going to be hurting, then like, let me put some nylons on and some heels and look sexy i don't need to look sexy at the con i want to look fucking yeah. comfortable and badass yeah you know so i want my i want my retros to match my my fandom t-shirt you know what i mean like that's my goal at a con versus like going and having like a dinner and having my feet hurt. yeah you know. well there that answered my question now i know it's just it's a comfort thing it's a comfort thing all the way all the way fair enough all right yo wrapping up at least the the ending of the collecting part of everything right now. Final question I got for you as far as collecting goes. Yo, do you have a like a best memory, a favorite memory just from like a collectible story, a moment, and also do you have a worst one? Wow. Um I have so many amazing memories because of this collecting hobby and like because of the community um personally like uh definitely like being on a live and just doing unboxings um I was with a uh, poorhouse collector and I was under the impression I was opening a box full of uh uh die cast Harley Quinn uh vans that were kind of hard to find and I opened it up and it was my uh 144 piece silver harley quinn he had bought for mm-hmm. me uh prob that's probably the most emotional moment collecting uh only because one he kept it a complete surprise i had no idea and you know when you're in a marriage and someone spends a big chunk of money like that on something that's not you know like right. a piece of furniture or a bill like you know that was a lot of work for him especially because like you know i'm all about this money i know where it's at you know and so, you know, it was a, it was really sweet of him. Uh, probably one of the nicest things anybody ever has done for me, ever. I mean, like, just because of all the work he, that he had to do to keep it secret and to buy it, you know. Um, 
And it's just so rare. And it's like my number one pop as far as value goes. And it's the pop I needed to complete my Harley Quinn collection. Uh, people may or may not know, I have every single Harley Quinn pop that's ever been made. Uh, so that was the last kind of piece, you know. Um, that's probably my most memorable. Also, I think like just going to cons and then like meeting people right. and then and then them being just the same as they are, you know, like it's just so fucking nice to meet people. And it's like, you've known them your whole life. And it's such a beautiful thing that we like have this community and we can connect and then like have that. Uh, it's, it's the reason why I stay, you know, versus like, Hey, just collecting and being like to myself about it. You know, it's just, it's so nice. Like, and I know you can appreciate that. Cause you've been going to a lot of cons. I have. And that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like in my mind, as soon as you said that, because uh, when I went to NYCC, I met a bunch of other like ICU members and just like people in general that I've met for the first time in real life. But it was the same, like, yo, this is exactly how I like how they are on, on Instagram and online. But it was like all that and more. And of course, like, and, yeah, no, no, no. And like, of course, you like you hit on like bad memory. So like I, I've been very blessed where like I've never been like taken for like a trade or conned out of money or anything like that I I also you know I just feel like I'm a good judge of character typically I kind of laugh at that because I've, I've come across some snakes but um honestly like though like anything I would frown upon is that it it sucks though when you get that excitement for like a con and you go out and you meet people and you invest in them and then you find out that Nah, they're a piece of shit in real life. They just put on for Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of, you know, that's probably the biggest downer. It's like, and then, I mean, but honestly, like for every 15 dope ass people you meet, there's just one asshole. You know what I mean? So you just got to be careful who you invest your your time and your, your energy in, you know, but, you know, let people show you who they really are. Like, don't, and that's my, probably like my advice as far as community goes, because, I've put some, I put some value into people that didn't deserve it. And then they ended up, you know, not being, and, you know, they've caused me a lot of drama on social media, which is not real life. I don't really care, but, <laughs> but that would be my only downer like that. I don't have any bad collection. Like collecting is pure joy for me. Right. Like I don't have, I can't look back on my collecting and be like, Womp womp. Other than me telling you I went to Barnes and Noble and they had all them fucking grails and I left them, that's kind of a downer. But <laughs> I, <laughs> but I just didn't know. Uh, and my wallet and bank account probably think that it's a downer. But honestly, like, I mean, you got money to blow. You might as well buy things that you know make you happy and make you smile. I feel like you know you should treat yourself. If you work, you work hard you should have little things that make you like keep pushing and you know that it's a beautiful it's you know it's a beautiful concept especially for people that like me I grew up poor I didn't have a lot and like so it's kind of a chance to relive childhood in a sense because I never had like a huge like amount of anything you know like I, I grew up very very poor and so like I think a lot of collectors were like that in a sense like they're reliving their childhood or 
you know, not necessarily poor, but maybe, you know, it was rough or whatever, or they grew up fast. And so being able to collect kind of makes you able to relive that. And it, to me, it's been a lot more happiness than anything negative. I, I don't let, I don't let people affect me, you know, and before I ever got on social media, before I ever got into this community, um, I already knew a lot of assholes. So it didn't take much for me to come here and realize, oh, that person's just an asshole. And so it's hard for me to let anything kind of damper, you know, my, what brings me happiness, you know? Right. But that's just me. <laughs> so, yo, okay. So that's going to wrap it up for the collectible side. I got other stuff we're going to get into, but... We're coming up pretty close on the first hour. What I'm going to do, I'm, I got a little commercial I play. I'm going to have that go in like right about now. And mm-hmm. we're going to start our next uh, segment right now. So I'm going to end this one and then we'll hop right back in. Sounds like a plan. All right. We are back. Shout out to the guy that does my commercials. He did it for free because, spoiler alert, it's me. I do. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo. I do. I believe in doing everything yourself. Anyways, if it's your, that's the best true. way to start out. True, very true. So speaking of yo, glad you said that. Cause speaking of business wise, what I want to get into, like yo, like just like brand building and like just followings and etc. Stuff like that. That's something I wanted to touch a little bit on with you because number one, you do have a little bit of a bigger following than, you know, your average account, right? Um, Number two, something that, you know, more than that, uh, numbers aside, something that I've always personally appreciated from from you guys or from you, um, like even before it was ICU, I I followed you guys like way back when I first started collecting and I made my Instagram account like just on my own after I decided I was going to do it. I found you guys. And I started following you and what I liked most, like you guys still do it to this day. Uh, you give a lot of free game, like e- even if it's just like in your live or, or whatever it is, like you guys mm-hmm. got a bunch of gems all the time. And like that stuff is, it's appreciated. Like I like when people do that. That's why I gravitate so much to you guys. And I love like what you do and what you represent. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you something too, like that I don't get. I've been in this for like a minute, not not as long as like, yo, I got like people I look up to that are like OGs and like been collecting since collecting was like, they, they've just been collecting forever. And, and I love them. Like, honestly, if I wasn't popular on Instagram, I feel like I would not know a lot of these quote unquote secrets, you know, right. and that's not a shot at anybody in particular, but yo, collectors are assholes to each other right like they don't want you to come up man like they they kind of like you know it's like I said man I guess I know because like the diecast world or something but I you know I don't get that like the whole not helping thing I can remember wanting to go to San Diego comic-con and it was literally like pulling teeth to find out just how to like make the account and get in the lottery and like doing it a year before and figuring it out like nobody wanted to help me like people were like please go to san diego comic-con and then i was like how 
right. and nobody like nobody was like well what you do is you register on the site and then you're going to get an email and then you have to register to get into the lottery and then you have to wait a whole day dedicate a whole day to try to get into the con just to buy whatever tickets come up you know for you and then you know like I, you know now that i know it's not a big deal at all but when you're kind of like ignorant to it if you've never done any of it it's a lot of steps and it's a lot of work and it's a year in advance and like right. yo like you're just like oh so i have to pay like 160 dollars for these tickets and it's for in july and this is fucking october oh okay and it's like Oh, and I have to register register for this a year before I can apply for that. Oh, okay. Like, so it's really, it's that's like to me, like uh, one of the biggest things uh, that's like kept private. People don't like to help people like come up and like you, you know, like it's to me that's shitty. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't want to be around a bunch of people that don't get shit and don't. Uh, have luck and hate collecting because every time they go to get something is gone or every time they're trying to do something they don't know how or you know that was kind of the whole idea and me initially wanting to join a group uh, I joined a I joined a group before when like I said when I was married I joined a group before my husband ever did mm -hmm. because I would see that this group moved the way I'd like to move and they were involved in things I liked and I would be like Y'all, I want to like have like a group because at least like I can have people helping me and like helping each other, you know, and it just made sense. So that's kind of where that came from, you know, and so in, in being a part of a group and then having, you know, I just have been so lucky. I've made really great connections with really good people in the community and like having those connections and having those people like kind of carry me along until I got my footing, um, like I've learned so much and like, I just feel like, what would it be like if, if these newer collectors that are serious about collecting, nobody ever like helps them along, you know what I mean? Like, so that's something, and that's not just a Jana philosophy. Uh, that's something that Jamel's real heavy on too. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like a lot of people do follow us. I feel like a lot of people do support us. Uh, not so much now because we've kind of reclused a little bit on collecting. Um, but, you know, definitely in like the 2019, 2020 time and like 2018, like I'll, we got a lot of followers then because we did like we would go to stores and like we'd have stuff and we'd be like, hey, next 10 minutes, first five people that want this hit us up like we'll send it to you like just shit like that. And then also the algorithm, just always figuring out that Instagram algorithm when we would get information on the algorithm, we would go live and we would give it to our friends. So then that way you can try to grow your profile, you know, grow your account. Why do you want to be in this community if you don't want to grow and have more friends and have more followers? Yeah, Jana's great, but there might be people that you can get super close knit with. I'm not going to take that personal. We'll always be cool, but shit, there might be people that you want to like go to their house, kick it with them. They might be in your area. Shit, who knows? You know, like, I'm all about like growing and I'm not petty and I don't expect everybody to give me their, you know, undivided attention. So I, I do really well by helping, you know, community like web branch out, you know, like I, and that's, that's a gift I have that I can give the people that I care about, you know? And so like, I always try like to 
at least be honest and, you know, helpful uh, about any of that information. Um, it's, it's really, to me, sad. Like, if someone knows something and you see, like, somebody that you call associate or friend and they're, like, floundering or, like, they, you know, they need some info, like, yo, DM them, you know, like, DM them and be like, hey, I, like, I've seen this shit at blah, blah, or, hey, here's the link, or, hey, you know what? There's a group chat about this. Let me put you in this group chat. You know, like, it's not anything, you know, it's really not. It's a, it's a shame because it's a lot of, uh, a lot of people are elitist as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they see that you collect something like comic books, they're three ninety nine uh, a book or Hot Wheels that are 97 cents a piece. And they're like, oh, I collect designer toys. And, oh, you know, I only get this or, oh, I only collect slabs or, Oh, uh, you know, like, yo, you're nobody. Stop it. Right. You're nobody. Like, chill. Like, unless, like, you get the ability to heal folks, like, you ain't shit. Like, you can have 100,000 followers, but anybody can go online and buy some followers. Like, that's, I think, what sets, like, certain people aside from other people, because you can see that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, human beings, if if you, like you're not in lull of someone like you can see who they are and what they bring and I think that authenticity kind of speaks for itself and you know I got a lot of haters like I got a lot of people that literally hate me and um most of the time they hate me because people that wanted something from me couldn't get it and uh they make up shit about me like it's a very petty and funny thing but like I said (laughs) In the beginning, I wanted to be cool with everybody, and then I realized that, you know, some people, they kind of snake their way in, and they're not worth your energy, you know, but you live and you learn, you live and you learn. Uh, Yeah, I think that's, like, my only, like, thing with that is, like, when you're real giving of, of, like, help, uh, you get a lot of people that are not good intention oriented, and then you got to kind of, you know, unfortunately, you get stung sometimes, but ultimately who you are is going to always show through and like rumors or gossip like people people are not stupid I feel like you see past that if you hate me because you just don't like the way I am like that's cool like I know I'm a lot I know I'm abrasive I know I'm like sexual content heavy but that's the shit I like so if you don't like that just don't follow me you know it's just that simple yeah not everything's for everyone Exactly. And I and I don't get mad about that. I'm not I'm not somebody that I'm not an angry person. I mean, I am, but I am in real life, not on social media. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, like something I was wondering about or I think like anyone else listening that could potentially benefit as well. Like if let's say for instance, if someone was just starting out, they said, Hey, I want to make this account for collectibles or whatever it is, I want to make my own brand. What are some tips advice maybe do's or don'ts like just generally you would have for someone in a situation like that one thing i would say would be like be true to your personality like don't go out and buy shit because you see jana does or jay measy does or you know uh disc trackers posted it and like you don't have to do that like be true to who you are be authentic you're gonna grow better if people think like hey i can like this person's dope I like what they got. Like, I like what they present. Like, I can see myself, like, hanging out with this person. I feel like that's where social media, like, really starts to grow. Um, You want to post consistently. So if you're somebody that posts once a week, post once a week. 
if you're somebody that posts three times a day, post three times a day. Um, you got to utilize the reels. There are definitely big enough accounts to use reels. I hate that, but here we are. That's our reality on Instagram now. Yeah. Um, don't follow everybody. Uh, that's another thing. Like you got people, they got 7,000 followers and they follow 7,000 people. That's nice. That's very friendly of you, but you, you know, that's not what Instagram is set up to be. And that kicks you back in the, in the, uh, process of trying to be pushed up as someone to be followed. Um, you just have to look at the accounts that follow you. If they follow 3000 accounts and they have 23 followers, it's safe to say you probably don't have to follow that person. They just want to look at your shit. Um, you know, it's, it's give and take, you know, I'm not saying be an elitist asshole, but, you know, be smart enough that, you know, it's, it's an algorithm. You got to work it. Um, also liking and commenting posts, not just your friends posts, but you want to go on like your Explorer page and find things that appeal to you uh, by way of whatever it is you're presenting on your page and interact with accounts that you don't necessarily even follow, especially big accounts. Right. So like um, I'm somebody that uh, I posted, I just the first thing I can think of is I am Corey B. He's like a radio personality guy. And he does like he like if there's like a like a food thing, he'll go home and he'll do it and he'll tell you if it's like real or not, and if it tastes good. And he's funny. He's got like a thousand one liners. And I just fucking I genuinely enjoy watching his shit. Like it's not even about like instagram or anything like i just enjoy him i post this stuff on my page all the time and like that's something unique for me because i don't do that on instagram a lot but he's just that funny to me and so like i'll comment on his shit and i'll just be like i'll like re like i'll just like i'll just quote what he said and i'll like put laughing faces and i'll be like dude you're fucking hilarious and yo like i'll get like 20 follows from that Mm -hmm. and People don't understand that when you interact with the robot that is Instagram, it interacts back with you. So you've got to do that. Another thing that I do, and I know a lot of my girls have picked up on it, um, my pinup art artists, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm I'm constantly somebody. I've always loved pinup art. I can remember my best friend and I being like, nine ten eleven and like we took pen up art pictures and shit like we just thought like yeah anyway we're not gonna go there um <laughs> this, this isn't that time yet um but like i just always have been a huge fan of that that you know that type of art and like photos like that and the drawings especially because you can just get so you know uh, just beautiful details and so i post a lot of that and then like i'll always post like oh this looks so beautiful oh i love this you know and you get followers because of that because they look at your account you got like a cool logo they're like what the hell is that they click it they look at your page and it's like oh like hey i like marvel i'm gonna follow this person for when they post marvel stuff Mm -hmm. people don't think like that but that's what essentially happens and so like now those are accounts that i don't i don't follow those accounts so i like all of my pinup artists i like all their posts i comment on most of all their stuff and i reshare most but i won't follow them because them motherfuckers won't ever follow me back (laughs) but that's petty you don't have to be like this don't be like me but you can be like me it's okay and but like and i don't follow Corey either but i like all his shit i comment on it because like i said like 
he'll he's not gonna ever follow me back. That dude's okay. got like a hundred million fucking follow. He don't he don't need my follow. Doesn't he's need good. it. Doesn't need it. But right. you, you still have that interaction. But I still give that dude props. I repost his shit. I like his shit, and I comment on it. And his followers come and follow me. Great scale, no. Small scale, yeah. But I'm small scale. I take twenty followers in a day. I'm happy okay. with that. You know what I mean? Uh, granted, like in 2016, you could take part in like pop photography you know sessions and you get hundreds of followers and you know that that time has come and gone and that's you know sad because the algorithms just killed people being able to say hey i like these pops i want to follow all the people that post these good pictures and you know it's just it's literally killed that um and that's another thing too is if you're gonna get involved in toy collecting like funko pop collecting you've got to follow quality funko photo you've got to follow you know um uh top funko photo uh of course all of them are just evading my headspace there's just so many good photography sessions mm -hmm. but the two top ones are of course qfp and then tfp right those are the the they've like basically mastered the the art of the you know pop photography world and then they have admins and they're listed on their account or on, you know, the photo sessions. You follow those admins, get to know those people. Those people are pillars in our community. Like they take very like huge pride in their work and they make pops, you know, beautiful to look at, you know, and then you get involved in those photo sessions. Some people start taking pop photos. Some people don't, it's not, you don't have to take the photos, but if you go follow the session, like the pictures comment them those art those toy artists will all follow you and then you have that many more followers uh that's really honestly that's where like i would say a large portion of my followers came from you know mm -hmm. uh and people they miss out on their community doing that uh and i'm gonna tell you like the toy photography world it's competitive but like honestly they are the best people in our community like they are the most fun. They meet up, they go to con, they make your toys cooler by their, you know, their art, like, and they're just amazing people and they interact with you. They don't, you know, they're not usually jerks. I mean, there's jerks everywhere, but you know, like they're just pretty amazing. And like I said, that's definitely like, if you're starting, you want to go there for sure, for sure. So, so in, in the same breath of like, you know, you, you're talking about like top pages or like just in the same breath of like having a bigger following in general. Are there, if any, are, is there any like baggage that may come with that or any like preconceived notions for anyone who like might know you like in real life that's not a collector, like like coworkers or like family, anything like that, that might think a certain thing just because you have this, you know, a bigger following? Um, I'm sure there is. Uh I always like laugh people, people from the toy world versus people in my real life. Um, it's always funny because my toy world is in my real life. Most of my friends, you know, I literally hang out with them. I travel to them and stuff. Cause it's just been so long that now it's kind of all blurred the lines, you know? Um, but definitely um, people from my real life literally watch my toy life and they're just, like jaw dropped about it they think it's one they think it's all crazy and um they don't appreciate it which makes me appreciate my toy community more 
Right. You know, um, I have like my friends from the toy world versus my friends in real life are very different. Um, and I don't know that everybody would be like that. Some people, you know, I just grew up in a really different way than what I can live like now. And so um, my friends in the toy world are very like fun and easygoing. And then my friends from my real life are very like hard and, you know, opinionated. That's a nice way to say it. it uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but they know what they are. It's okay. Like we're all realists here. Um, and so like, it's, you know, it's really helped me to see like, wow, like I needed this. Like I, like this has helped me so much. Like if I didn't have like Lindsay, you know, Kim, B, Cece, Carrie, like if I didn't have like my core group of girls, like I would be lost. Those are like my family. Like I know them. I've had them in my home. I've been in their homes. Like, like they're my people. And my God, my life is so much more enriched because of these women. And like, it's not to discredit my friends that I've grown up with or whatever, but it's just kind of like night and day. They're just very different. I think that that's kind of the only thing. Um, I know like I'm not working right now. I quit my job uh, a year and a half ago, uh, but like when I worked, I know my job would always be like, well, we know you're rich from Instagram. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> I'm not rich by any means and I'm definitely not rich from Instagram because I get nothing from Instagram. Calm down. Like, and so I guess there are preconceived notions in that when people see it, cause it is on my Facebook, like what my Instagram is, mm-hmm. but I just always laugh at that. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what people think anything. And I don't push nothing. I don't sell anything on my Instagram. If I, if I repost you and you're selling something, it's because I'm either friends with you I believe in your product or your shit is fucking dope. And I'm going to put it on my page because it makes me look dope because I know what is good shit. You know what I mean? But like, I, I don't ever repost anything that I think is garbage and I don't just post shit because I get paid for it. Like, nah, I'm not like a, a lean tummy tea girl. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I'm good. Thank you. But I don't want to buy your clothes or your jewelry or your tea or <laughs> and I don't want my friends to buy it either you know what I'm saying go right. go buy go buy some toys support some artists you know buy that shit don't buy that bullshit that Instagram TikTok bullshit <laughs> like that shit's retar- like nah I'm not fucking with that but yeah I, and I think also that's why I keep a lot of the followers that that I do get is because like I don't I don't ever like shove anything down anybody's throat. Like, nah, that's, that's corny. And it's just not for me. I, I get a lot of offers for shit. Like people wanting me to be brand ambassador. And I've taken some brand ambassador things cause I, cause they were dope or I got discounts that helped me as a collector or whatever. But like, honestly, uh, after doing it for so long, like I just, I just turn it all down. You know what I mean? Cause I don't need, to get you 10% off when you can just click on this tracker's link and get it and he posts that shit mad fast shout out to Nick that's my guy but yeah. you know what I'm saying like I, I don't I, I don't desire to be this trackers I just want to be MF Jana and post my you know my wild ass shit and live my life you know cool yeah I yeah I get that I get that 100% you know something Definitely, I wanted to get your thoughts on, which I just like in a in a more general sense, like I really wanted to see what 
a woman's perspective would be on it, I guess. Uh, what are your thoughts on, because we're still, you know, talking about branding and really it's more like imagery, like what someone wants to represent for their brand. But what are your thoughts on like, uh, like sexy accounts, like people who wanted to show their collectibles, but they also want to have a little sexy side to it too, maybe a little spicy. What are your thoughts on stuff like that? Because I've seen other communities where like, if, if it's females that are doing that, uh like sometimes they i don't i can't imagine for what reason but like they get hate for it like some people oh yeah yeah don't no, definitely. Sometimes. like what what are your thoughts on stuff like that well i'm in the gray area uh and and i'll just be like 100 percent honest like women never want to see women just selling sex and then putting like what they love in between their titties and like motherfuckers just giving them like thousand likes and they can't get 40 you know what i mean like that's fucked up you know what i mean that's just that's just life like nobody wants that but i'm gonna say this i know some girls in the community like hardcore in the community that have banging ass bodies they cosplay they got their titties out like whatever the hell it may be but them they're bad bitches like let them bitches live you know like they really love this shit like we do let them have their shit now if you're just a bitch that was like an instagram model and you didn't make it so then you went out and bought some of these toys because you see these dirty guys will like drool over you and like your shit. Well, you know, yeah. Then like, that's just kind of whack, but I just don't, I don't follow them bitches. So it it don't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I got so much other shit I got to do. Like I, like I don't live in the world of uh, being angry about that. Um, But I know that that's a big thing. Um, I feel like if, if you are a sexy girl, or like you have like great tits or a great you know figure and like you kind of you know uh show it off and show off your your stuff as long as you're putting your fandom out there and it's not just always your face your body your face your body i think right. people will see you and they'll mm-hmm. respect you as a collector i think if you constantly just put your tits out there and then you're like why doesn't anybody like me well it's because we don't like tits we're women you know what I'm saying? Like we got our own. Like we're we're cool on that. Like one, like one picture a week. We're you know we're here for it. But like if every single picture, like we kind of don't want to see it. You know, like it's it's kind of dumb. And so like I, like I said, it's gray area. Like there's you know like you should be proud of how you look. You know, like everybody is beautiful in their own way, and everybody's got something to bring. And I want to know who the collector is behind the page. I don't want to follow pages where I never see the collector. I'm real big on that. You'll see yeah, in my like lives. That. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, no, you'll see in my lives. I tell people straight up, yo, I was on your account. You got no selfies. What the fuck do you look like? Like, I want to know who I'm following. Like, I'll, and I'm going to tell you the truth. There's not many people I follow that I don't know what they look like. Because I'm just, I'm just not going to, I don't want to follow a ghost. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think anybody else wants to either. And so I don't mind seeing it. I just, you know... I think it's more so when women are not happy with how they look and then they see somebody just constantly selling it that way. It Mm -hmm. is like, it's a lot, you know, and this is your happy place. This is your escape. Like, so it's hard not to be like a hater when you're someone in that headspace. And then also, you know, Funko sells wholesome. They sell family. So that's something when I went from Mrs. Funko junkie to MF Jana, uh, there was like a transition time and uh, you know not being a married person 
I got a lot of like drama and gossip because people think they know my personal life, but they don't. So what me and my husband have going on, you know, we'll never put that on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows my business except me, you know, and I, I love my privacy and I'm an open book, but there's a ton of shit people don't know about me and you'll never know. And so like, it was a weird time. I lost a lot of followers and because I was kind of putting my self out there a little bit more and because like I said people were kind of gossiping because they saw different things happening and like things were changing different homes and like so people were like yo they don't like they they don't like it when you're not wholesome like when you're not like people this is their escape and like people want to relive childhood they want innocence they want fun they want like Disney they want smiles and like I don't sell that so like if that's what you're coming on Instagram for like don't follow Jana like it's cool like I'm not mad at you I get it but like I'm a realist like we go on lives we talk about sex we talk about life we talk about toys we talk about everything and like I am all about like making people know that they're not alone and like that we're all in this together if I'm gonna have a platform for talking to people I'm gonna be real I'm not gonna be some fake person that you know but that's Jana that's not what I expect of everybody else and so, you know, like, I, there's, there's always gray area in any world. And like, uh, I feel like, like I said, if, if you're, a, if you're a hot girl, and you got a dope ass collection, and you're a nerd chick in your heart, like, look at Megan Thee Stallion, like Megan Thee Stallion is talking about anime and rapping, and she's doing cosplay, like, who can take that away from her? She obviously really loves it. She's yeah, not just yeah. utilizing that to get sales. She doesn't even need it to get sales. That's it's kind of like that. You know, it's like that. Like, she's yo, so let much, these. Yeah, she's yeah. so much finer to me because she likes anime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, you got to let people, like, live, man. Like, they're and you know, just because what doesn't work for you might work for her. Like, let that bitch live. Like, uh, don't follow her. Like, right trust me for every one person you don't want to follow there's a hundred other people you can follow like you don't have to look at it if you don't like it don't look at it uh you know like that's that's just reality like if you don't want your old man to look at it and you guys are in the collecting world together that's something you need to handle at your house you don't handle that on instagram talking shit about other women you never tear down other women especially publicly that's disgusting you know what i mean like nah you know like carry yourself the way that you want people to perceive you this is social media you know like do better you know (laughs) and then not only not only that but then a lot of these people are younger and like yo i'm i'm 40 like how does it look me being 40 years old being like oh that bitch is gross she got her titties (laughs) out like yo stop it stop it when i was 20 if i had social media i'm not gonna tell y'all would be up there but It'd probably be bad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it wouldn't be no toys, you know, it'd be like a lot of bad. But you know, like that's what I always just try to consider. And I I I do get it from every angle. I do get it from the wholesome side. I do get it from like the the wild side. I'm wild and I get it from like, yo, when you got something hot, like you flaunt it, toy, body, man, you know, car, you know, job, like that's what social media is for. And if you're not utilizing everything you have to grow your brand, then you're just on social media to look at stuff. You're a follower. If you're not, you know what I mean? And that's cool. Like, that's fine. That's what it's about. But if you're trying to grow, like, let them people put themselves out there. Like, you don't have to hate. 
It, you don't have to. Just don't follow them. Just don't look at them. <laughs> just don't look. look Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Look at the flowers. <laughs> As my boy Nick would say, avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. Yes, that's right. Cool. All right. So I'm going to wrap up this whole segment right here with the brand building, the following thing, yo, but last question just in a general sense for everyone else that does follow you uh what's on the horizon what can people expect in the future from mfj so um coming into the new year um i had just posted about this in my story i'm gonna try to utilize my time better and hit some cons this year i um i said this year um that i was gonna do this in 2023 that i'm gonna try to hit the smaller big cons so then I could meet people outside of just like the New York and California scope mm-hmm. and like uh, get to, you know, interact with people. So I might try to do that uh, given, like I said, time, you know, my life is in a transition uh, state and I take care of my uh, elderly father and I have a daughter and some other things and new stuff. And uh, I give my time and attention to those things. And so, uh, you know, con life is kind of secondary, but I really want to start utilizing my time better and, and meeting some more people and, you know, interacting with the people that I've already met. Um, I've got, I'm doing like the subscription thing because Instagram just keeps pushing it on me. And so I'm doing like exclusive stickers for people that are uh, subscribers to my Instagram um, trying to f- come up with all kinds of fun, like different shit. So you can have that. Um, and that might die out like, cause you know, I don't know if it's something I want to keep doing. We'll figure that out. Um, uh, other than that, uh, you know, it's just going to be the same, you know, the same debauchery and, you know, uh, shenanigans, you know, I, I, I like to have fun, you know, uh, I'm going to show you guys what's out there on the shelves. Like, you know, what you can look for in your stores, because I am out there. Um, I'm going to, you know, keep buying cool shit from amazing artists that put their blood, sweat, and tears into their products. And, um, you know, just be true to myself. That's that's all I, like, you know, that's all I ever put forth, you know. And, um, you know, and do lives and talk about, you know, crazy ass shit, because that, that's what I do. <laughs> all right. Fair enough, yo. Speaking of crazy ass stuff i don't know how crazy it's gonna get but that's gonna wrap up that's gonna wrap up that segment we're done next segment we're gonna get into it's gonna be the last segment anyone if you've made it this far this may be your favorite this may not be your favorite what i will say is it's time to put the kids to bed if you have any kids listening maybe maybe you should have done that from the beginning but yeah we made it here what is becoming more and more uh how can I say this? Uh, I guess more people are like wanting it so after hours, at, like after dark kind of segment, which I first had with my boy, Nate. Shout out my boy, Nate, bearing it all for, for the, the groceries. Yeah. Gross. We're going to talk about some groceries for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. we'll, you know what? We'll, we'll lead off with that. Groceries. Are you, yeah. are you a grocery eater? I'm going to tell you the truth. I want it both ways. Like, do you do it? Do you have it done? What's what's the story there? I'm just going to be honest with you. So, like, I didn't know there was dudes that thought they didn't do it. Like, so, I mean, I've never been with a dude that didn't do it. 
I, I just thought that was some shit that guys just did. Like, I thought that was, like, some freaky shit that guys were like, hey. And, I mean, maybe my ass tastes amazing. I don't know. But I just thought that that was shit that dudes did. But I'm learning more and more that guys think they don't do it. And I don't know. Like, if I was ever with a man that felt like he couldn't do something with me sexually, I don't think I could be with that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like I like sexual freedom. I like when people are willing to kind of be wild and you got to let that all go. It's like the best sex comes from comfort. You know, you got to be able to be willing to do everything um, at least once, you know, and, you know, at least once or at least three times. Some people would say you have to try it. I don't know. Well, you know, sometimes the first, yeah, well, sometimes the first time is uncomfortable. Sometimes the first time hurts. Sometimes the first time is, you know, not with the right person. And then that other person can do it the right way. I, I, I can attest to these things. Um, uh, getting, giving groceries. So giving groceries, I'm not going to lie and say I've never done it, but I'm not going to lie and say it's my favorite thing because it's not. Um, but honestly, like, uh, <laughs> this is so personal. I didn't think I could get like, but you know, like. Not, you can also omit things. You don't have to say everything. No, 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 no. If I did that, I wouldn't be me. No, I could never do that. Um, so this is the thing, right? you have to like want to do it right so like the guy the guy has to one like just turn you on that much and you gotta just like want to get everything just wet and kiss everywhere you know what i mean it's it's so much more than just that that in the moment kind of thing yeah like it's so much more than just like okay i'm gonna go down here and lick this and like no 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 and nobody wants that like that's disgusting like you know you don't do that and like don't be like i'm going on this mission like no 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 like either you learn how to like lay it down and be like nasty and fun or like just don't do it because you're not there and that's okay you know there's an but yeah there's there's an art to it and honestly I think Nate was trying to paint that picture for everybody but it's kind of hard I guess hearing it from a man but like and it's probably just hard to hear in general because you know it's it's not it's not somewhere where people think of good things but when you are a clean person and you are a sexual person and you like kinky shit and you like to, you know, do wild ass stuff, you prepare your body, you get, you know, a Brazilian, you get, you know, your man shaves and, you know, manscapes and like your partner knows you, you know, your partner. And it's like I said, comfort is number one. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, discover each other and love on each other and like, you know, do just like the nastiest of things with each other, you know how to get ready for it. Like nobody's going down eating a dirty ass. Like don't make it gross. Like don't make it gross. Like, yeah, yeah, people like be an adult. Like that's not what these adults are doing out here. Like these people are having a good time. And like, if you can't wrap your mind around that, you're missing out, you know, like you're missing out. And like I said, it's not my favorite thing. And it's not something that I can even say I've done to probably 25% of the men I've been with, but I've done it. You know what I mean? Like, and for who I've done it to, like, they liked it. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't ask for it, like, over and over again. But in the moment, they sure enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. How do you say you like your balls to be licked and sucked and you don't want nothing more? Like, stop it. Like, dudes will like that. And especially if you're, like, a person that is uh, extremely hot to them and you're willing to, like, 
you know, do all that. Like, come on, man, you're making that man feel like a king. Give that to him, you know, like make your man feel good. Like, it's okay. It's okay to not be domineering. Like, I don't ever want to be domineering in bed. I'm submissive. So if my man wants his ass licked, well, I'm going to be down there licking ass like it's nobody's business. But that's just me. That's how like, I am. Man, like tomorrow, nothing to come. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time, it's time to, it's time to get that tongue going. Like, that's just, I feel like, know your partner, you know, know your comfort level, know your partner. Like, right. You know, there's this a lot of pleasure that can be derived from just comfort, you know? True. Very, very true. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of answered another question, just like within that last statement itself, that was going to be one, like if you were more submissive, dominant kind of thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, submissive all day. Yo, it honestly pains me to think about being in control, like in the bedroom. Like it literally, if I talk to a, a guy and like, I'm just kind of feeling him out and I feel like in any way he needs me like to take the reins or like, I would need to train him or show him something. It's, it's just a no for me, dog. That's one yeah. of the things I think that has kept my number down so low is that I just, I'm really picky and I really, uh, I'm, what is it called when you have to have like that mental connection with somebody and you have to have like feelings involved? I know, to... I know what you're talking about. I can't, re- I can't think of the name right now, but I know. Yeah. What you mean. So I, unfortunately I have that affliction. Uh, I really wish I didn't because I've had the ability to have sex with some of the most amazing looking people. And I just haven't because I just have to have that connection. If I don't, it's literally just exercise and I don't, I don't go to the gym, so why would I want to exercise? You know what I mean? Exactly. You, so want, that, just... you want that deeper connection, not just not just the well, act of doing it. Well, and I mean, like, I need it. If I don't yeah. have it, I'm not orgasming. And if I'm not orgasming, I'm not having sex with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Just period. Like, I, I, can, I can do myself better than that. And so, like, it's just a no for me. And so, like, it's really helped me. <laughs> But, yo, like, I I have to have a dude that knows what he's doing and then knows how to give to me what I need. And I have to be able to trust that and, like, let go. Because, like, like I said, I just want to be comfortable and I just want to, like, give and, like, I just want to get a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, like, be like, do this, bend it. Like, uh-uh, ill. Like, even thinking about it, I'm like, how does a bitch tell a dude? And, and hey, hey, I'm not knocking anybody that does that. Because, hey, men love that shit. Yo, men love that shit. People do. Yo, speaking of, look, I'm going to shed a little light on something because I feel like I'm not going to have another opportunity to bring this specific case up right now. Some (laughs) dudes do love that. And so I talked about this elsewhere, but I'm going to talk about it here because, like I said, I don't think I'm going to have another opportunity. And it just kind of fits in with the themes that are going on right now. So Mm -hmm. that's never been like my thing as far as like submissiveness. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here recently at the last convention I went to, I did my buddy a solid and I got some content for his uh, video, which I think is going to come out soon. Moral of the story, short, long story short, I fucking got stepped on for the first time. I'd never understood the appeal or like why people did this. But when Mm -hmm. it happened, let me tell you. It kind of tickled your fancy. It like kind of tickled my fucking fancy. And I was like, yo, I kind of understand it now. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. Like baby Jana starting out in the sex world. Like I had my little boyfriend. We were high school sweethearts. Like, and I like, 
I grew up in LA. Like my friends were having kids like at twelve. I waited till I was almost seventeen to have sex. So like I was like a rarity in my friend circles, mm-hmm. and like like I really like I really waited. And you know, compared to everybody, and uh, yo, like we were just like so vanilla and happy, you know, in the beginning. And then, like you said, something happened. I I don't know where, like, but there was like a tap or there was like a. Uh, a pain and I was like oh like I'm into that like I like I want a little I want a little rough like I, I want that you know and right. and then in being comfortable with sexuality my mom was a hippie and she was really like pro like talking about it drugs sex anything like that's taboo like she always was like hey let's just put it all on the table like you know like let's just talk about it and people assume because you talk about it that you're about it and it's like right not always like like it's okay to be comfortable and some people are comfortable as fuck about sex and they love vanilla sex like if they don't they want missionary and and kisses and that's it and that's beautiful you know but like uh my mom would just be like hey if you're gonna do this do that if you're gonna have this and so I kind of already knew you know about a lot of kinky shit and about a lot of wild shit just you know based off of that my mom was awesome um and so, like, just figuring out, like, hey, you know, like, you enjoy this more when you don't put any work in. Mm-hmm. And but if you're not going to put work in and like driving it, you're going to have to be super giving. And so you're going to have to be like, if you say do this, well, I'm going to do this at 100 percent. You know what I mean? And if you're going to say, like, if you if you get off more on like the guy saying get on your knees then you're going to have to get the fuck on your knees and suck that dick like you want it. Because if you don't, well, because if you don't, then the guy's like, oh, this bitch is sucking my dick. Like, you know, like, it's just, it's like, oh, you know, like you have to really, you know, commit to your, you know, your position in that. And then you have to be comfortable because you have to make that man feel comfortable with being in control. And honestly, like I said, a lot of men, they like when women are domineering and yo, it's, it, it can be a conflict in bed. Like I, I don't, I'm going to tell you this right now. I've never been with a dude that wants a woman that's bombing here. I, I could never. You gotta, it's yeah, you it's a hard that, no. You got to find that right person. Mm-hmm. It's a hard no. It goes back to, yeah, it goes back to not everything's for everyone. So different, yeah. different strokes for different folks. Yo, when I hear, when I hear people say that they like both, I'm always like, ew, like how? <laughs> <laughs> like don't get it but i guess that's just like how it is when you're into one thing right but yeah it's it's a different it's a different life yo i'm telling you i'm complicated as fuck (laughs) nobody wants these problems people problems (laughs) you know another thing i want to put out there right now for everyone again from a woman's perspective i gotta know or at least for jenna the size Mm -hmm. matter is that really that big of a thing does it really matter or are the little weenie guys out here safe okay um okay so i'm gonna tell you the truth uh uh i have slept with a collective nine men in my life and of those nine men they're all very different in size with girth you know like it's all like very like vastly different actually Mm -hmm. and um It's not always about the size. It's not 
it's not I'm I'm not gonna lie to you size could make everything a lot better but most of the time when guys have bigger dicks they come faster and they're more sensitive uh and so uh it's definitely like a double-edged sword like oh yeah you know you can get your guts rearranged sure but like uh is it pound 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 come because that's I don't want that like I'm good like if I can't make that shit last that's terrible you know what I mean like mm mm-mm it's a no for me um honestly uh, i've been with a dude that probably would be considered a smaller size and amazing in bed like great in bed because you know it's about the motion in, in the ocean and about you know uh the foreplay and the connection eye contact touch you know like women are not all stimulated by um penetration you know what i mean so uh, there's a lot of things men can do to make that uh, so much more, you know? And uh, honestly, like, I know there's a lot of, like, hateful ass people out there, but, like, I, I've i never been someone who's been like, oh, well, it's small. You're not going to be any good in bed. Like, nah, man. It's what you make of it. It's how comfortable you are. And then, like I said, I, I'm, like, I just need that connection. If I don't have that connection, then we're just not ever going to have sex, small, big, fat it, it don't matter like it's just not gonna happen um but I feel like you know your average size like your normal size is is perfect you know what I mean like I think when guys have average you know, like the average size dick is between what four and six inches right like I feel like guys that have four to six inch dicks like don't sweat it like you and everybody else bro like yeah, bro. there you go like, like nobody yo fellas at we, I did this whole episode for you guys for the shrimp kings, yo. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be all right. Fucking, I don't need you to fucking tell me thank yo, you. Yo, I'm telling you right one. now. Yo, this own that shit. Just own Live it. Live it, yo. Fuck, yeah. fuck the hell out of your girl. Learn how you know. Learn learn how to catch your wave and you know get your stroke and you get it. And like not for anything too. As a giver, you gotta love when a guy's got a. a a smaller dick because you don't always want that sore throat you know what I mean like so it yeah my my head game is probably way better for a guy that's going small because like yo like keeping all that wet and having to you know kiss every inch and you know love every you know that's a lot of work when it's a lot to to you know take in so I feel like you know uh there's advantages to those things I um I you know sex like people are just so quick to assume things and um there's so many like like mis preconceived notions about you know actual sex but honestly like if the connection is there like none of that matters like it really doesn't matter honestly the best thing I could tell you you know what really matters manscaping and also women go get a wax it hurts it sucks I understand but like yo Yo, when you when you take care of like the landscaping, when you have it where like a guy doesn't get like hair in his teeth, like and then some men like a little bush, but like go get the bikini, like you don't have to get the Brazilian, like you want to leave a little hair, cool. But like, like when it's all like well maintained, I feel like sex is so much more fun. You know what I mean? And it's so much less like you know honestly if i'm looking at a dude and he's got anything going on other than manscaping we're not having sex that you know and i'm just that's just gonna be on like i i'm told you i'm i'm terrible i'm terrible but yeah like 
Mm-mm. like that's more important than like the size per se you know what I mean like the size is size is fantastic like I said if you got a big dick congratulations just don't be that dude that's the that's the big dick two minute guy you know what I mean because that's that's a bad look I've yeah. luckily not I'm not energy nah like I've come across that not uh by way of my vagina but like my girls like just you know like having like that tea talk like and I, I would be devastated, you know what I mean? Like, if I see a big, beautiful, like, oh, my God, you know, I'm about to get my world rocked, and then it's, like, two minutes, I'm going to be like, bro, I can't go back to that building, dude. Like, I'm going back. Like, I, I fucked up. I made a mistake, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, I, I don't know. Like, that just would be, to me, that would be the worst sexual experience. Like, literally. Like, two minutes, and it could have been fantastic, and you know it. Like, oh, it's torture you know like fuck that's fucked up it'd be that motherfucker that got that four inch dick that you're like oh god it's gonna be terrible then like you just rocks your world and you're like oh my jesus like i'm coming back like this is so good that's you know i'd rather be there that's just me nice Uh, you know yeah i feel bad for dudes that get real self-conscious about that i feel like there's a lot of mean women out there and as soon as like the guy's not into you or hurts your feelings like typically the first thing we say is oh we had a little dick and that's true sometimes you know I mean I'm not gonna lie and say I've never said that you know I have but you know it it truly is all about you know your sexual you know skills it's not the size it's your skills for sure for sure for sure nice fuck yeah that's uh that's perfect yeah that's dope (laughs) (laughs) yes so with that being said i'm gonna be honest i do have i have maybe a couple other questions but we're coming up on on two hours we're coming up on two hours um this was definitely a good episode i would say very successful um i want to save the questions i do have potentially add more if you will come back i would love to have you back and uh yeah we can get a little more into things and anyone listening yo if you have questions you want to send us like yo we'll answer them on the next episode uh something i like to do closing out real quick for the outro miss jenna if you don't mind if hypothetically everybody in the world was going to stop what they were doing and listen to my podcast right now right this second what's a message you would want to give give to everybody oh wow um uh that's a lot of pressure it doesn't have to be the most profound it could be it could be whatever it could be whatever yeah 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 no no no. i'm a realist i'm not i'm not a like i said i'm not a positive energy honey girl um be bad honestly energy. whatever you want yeah I, I, no, I don't give bad energy i just don't believe in putting out fake positive energy um no I'm, i think if i like could tell the whole world something it would be just like like stop taking yourself so serious like stop it like when we start to get, you know, self-righteous and judgmental and we start to um, not even be comfortable in the skin that we're in, that's when hate is introduced. That's when judgment of, you know, people that are not like us is introduced. That's when racism and, you know, um, uh, what is the word? Prejudice, you know, is, is, is kicks in and that's where the world is, is broken, you know, and 
nothing in this world is that serious you know like you can go on a podcast and talk about sucking dick and getting your ass ate you know like <laughs> it's it's a good time like nobody cares like I it's not gonna affect your paycheck it's not gonna affect your church life like nobody nobody cares and like I said before I don't give a fuck if you're a millionaire I don't give a fuck if you're broke if you're a good decent person you're a good decent person like nobody's better than anybody else we're all like always like trying to you know be better than the next like nah man just try to be better than yourself the previous day like you don't have to you know be looking down at anybody you don't have to be you know trying to you know hold yourself up to someone else's standard or any of that you just do it you know just do what makes you happy and don't expect shit from people unless you know you're married to them. And even then, they're going to let you down. They're human. You know, like, stop giving, like, those standards to yourself and to other people. It just it just makes you, you know, miserable and bitter. And so that's how I try to live my life. And it's not always easy. But, you know, like, honestly, like, life is so much better when you're focused on yourself and not on everybody else. You know, and it's it's a constant battle. You know, it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm like a Zen master. Like, oh, I'm just always there. But you know, like, Jesus Christ, like, be nice to yourself. We all deserve to be nice to ourselves. Like, what's good for Jana is not going to always be good for the next person, you know? What's my lane is not going to be your lane. Like, we can respect each other. And if you don't like what I'm doing, then you stay over there. Don't worry about over here, you know? Like, I'm not judging you. Don't judge me. Like, I don't expect you to do what I do. Don't expect me to do what you do. I don't understand why we can't, as a world collectively see that you know what i mean like yeah. as a world collectively like yo jay Meezy did not grow up the way jana did so what gets jana going to, like is never going to be what jay Meezy needs you know what i mean like so why would i ever look at your life and make a judgment it's not my place you know and so like i just i don't know why people can't see that it's it to me it's the most tragic thing you know, like, literally, like, when I hear people talking about positive vibes and stuff, it turns me off. Like, I instantly go into, like, ew. But, yo, if that's your shit, do that. Fuck me. Like, who cares what I like? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not judging you because you do it. It just turns me off. So, like, I always make sure to say bad vibes only. It's a joke. It makes me laugh. You know, like, that makes me feel more positive than being fake and being like, oh, I'm so positive all the time because I'm not. You know, like, that's just, that's how I am. And I feel like, anybody can respect that anybody can say well you know what that's real you know because it's it's literally how I live it's how I teach my kid to be it's how I live my life and if you're a part of my life then you basically live like that yourself because and not for nothing James like you tell anybody you've been on private chats with me you know my friends it's literally how I live my life like I I got nothing to say about nobody's business except my own unless someone asks me for their like my opinion on their situation i just don't i don't see why anybody's got something to say about anything otherwise like it's just it's i, I don't know small minds small minds talk i don't want to be a small mind you know yes that was i love it i love it i know you yeah. said you're not big on positivity or fake positivity but yo that was real as fuck. You're real as fuck. I appreciate you sitting down and doing this fucking episode with me. Uh, yeah. We're going to do it again. Hopefully, 
Nick can make I feel like we have I'm, I'm telling you I feel like we got so much sex shit to talk about like you know like we could have went on and on and on <laughs> so yo who knows maybe we'll fucking only have a sex whole episode so I don't know we'll see me and Nate will have to be on that one together yo, I feel like I'm, Nate and I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I would fucking I would love that I would absolutely oh, I, I love Nate so much yeah. Shout out Nate, we love you. If you're listening, if you made it this far right here to the very end, yo, we fucking love you. Come talk sex with us. And he's as handsome in person as he is, you know. Oh, he fucking yo, he is. He's he a whole is. whole meal, yo. And it's fun fact: we both live here in Arkansas. See, I'm telling you, I go to the comic book shop. I get to see him. Are you jealous? You should be jealous. I, yeah, I, he's more accessible to you. So yes, that fucking. <laughs> That does make me jealous. Yeah, it does. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I love it. It's so cute. I love you guys. You guys are all awesome. I yeah. love my dudes. We love you too. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you again. Uh, yo, we'll, we'll do it again. We'll do it again sometime. For sure, for sure. I'm down. Just let me know. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. Miss Jenny. See you later.